Hi, this is Brian Kaplowitz, and my guest today is Angela Winfield. And Angela's story is inspirational, to say the least. She is a graduate of Columbia University and Cornell Law School, and she practices at one of the nation's top law firms. She's a real estate investor, and she serves on the board of directors for multiple not-for-profit corporations. And what makes Angela's motivational messages so powerful is that she was able to accomplish what I just mentioned all without the use of her vision. Angela has been legally blind since the age of 10, but lost all use of her vision during her sophomore year at Columbia. Angela motivates, educates, and inspires her audiences to reach their highest potential and uses her success story to help people create lives they love living so that they can contribute to the collective good in the world. Welcome, Angela. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Brian. Sure. Well, you, you've got such a compelling story to tell and share with our listeners. What, what are some of the responses you've received from audiences you've spoken to? I always get, you know, the traditional, you know, wow, that's so inspiring. Wow, that's an amazing story. Um, and it kind of re-inspires hope in people, and it lets them realize their true potential. Because the other comment that I often get is that people, they say to me, I don't think I could have done what you did. And to me, that's when my message has failed, right? That's what they used to say in the very beginning when I would speak. Say, oh, you know, I don't think I could do what you did. And the true point of my message is that anyone can do what I did. I'm not special. And that's part of what I reveal when I talk is how anyone can tap into their maximum potential. You know, I have my unique gifts, talents, and abilities, but so does everyone else. So do professionals in the workplace. They have certain things that make them the best them that they can be that they need to tap into so that they can have tremendous and extraordinary success and overcome the obstacles that they're facing in their daily job and tasks. Talk a little bit about what it is that you did. What I did is I transformed my life in from one that I hated because when I was 14 years old, and 14 is a tough age for anybody, Brian, you know that, I was realizing that my life was going to be different. I was legally blind. I couldn't drive. And everyone is asking me, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I didn't know if there was anything that I could do or anything that would be really possible. You know, I, I wanted to have a career. I wanted to be financially independent. I wanted all of this stuff career-wise. I also wanted to find someone to love me personally and, and you know, start a life in that way. I didn't think any of this was possible because I was legally blind. I was a woman. I'm African-American. You know, the statistics for being successful with those characteristics, just not good, not good at all. And what I did was I redirected that energy and started tapping into the possibility of what if. You know, what if they're right? What if I could, you know, create a life that I loved living? What would that look like? And as I was finding that out, I was in my sophomore year of college, like you said, and I had a flare-up with my condition. And I woke up in the morning with sight, and by the time it was evening, my sight was gone. And I had to decide whether to continue on, and I did. You know, I did. I ended up studying for a semester in London. I graduated from these universities, went to law school, passed the New York State Bar exam, you know, bought my first home, bought several other properties, and started a real estate investment company. 
And all along, you know, I never realized that other people weren't doing the same thing in their life. You know, I was very focused on what I was doing. And then I realized, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, people are inspired by this. They don't know something that I'm doing. How can I share that so other people can start tapping into this, you know, ability and this pure potential? So that's what I started doing with my private coaching clients, and that's what I do and talk about in my speeches. I mentioned a lot of your accomplishments in the opening, but I'm curious to know which one are you most proud of? I am most proud of starting my speaking coaching company. And I'll say that because that was one of the unexpected benefits of all the other things I accomplished. You know, the legal stuff, the investment stuff, that was, I say it's, you know, those are my selfish careers. Those are things that I did because I had an interest in them uh, and wanted to do it. When I speak and when I coach, um, it's humbling to me to be able to partner with people and to help them get something out of their life, help them create what they want out of their life. That is just amazing. And I am humbled by it and most proud that I have the honor and privilege of being able to do that for people. So tell me a little bit about your ideal audience. Who do you like to speak to? I love speaking with middle-level managers, professionals, people who have been in their profession for a couple years uh, and are coming up against obstacles. They may have some performance issues or that the environment of their company is changing and they're not really seeing how they can bring their best to their jobs. That's who I love working with. I love people who are struggling. You know, They really want to make a difference. They know they have some potential, but they don't know how to bring it out. That's the audience I love speaking to. I love when I go in and talk to companies. One in particular, I went in and talked to a Prudential Financial in one of their sales groups, and they were having some trouble getting motivated, hearing no all the time. And to be able to go in and say, hey, you know, you've got this potential inside you, and here are the four key concepts, I call them master keys, for tapping in to your potential and overcoming those obstacles and really, you know, achieving the impossible. So do you prefer a corporate audience to, say, an educational audience or an association? I wouldn't say that I prefer a corporate audience. I think my message, and I enjoy speaking to anyone who can benefit from some added development, personal development and professional development, anyone who's interested in really giving back, and also any organization who's looking to get the most out of their people. So not necessarily a corporate audience. Um, I've spoken to associations as well as educational institutions, and I enjoy that just as much, and the audiences have received just as much benefit as well. Do you have a signature story or a program that seems to resonate the most with your audiences? Yes, I do. You know, the story of losing my sight, and one in particular was a real turning point for me. I had just lost my sight. It had been about six months, and I'd always wanted to go to London, like by myself. I'd been there two times before with groups, but it was just part of what I wanted for myself to study abroad, right? You know, go over there, you know, no parents, and, you know, travel Europe. But I'd lost my sight, and I wasn't sure if I could do it. And I filled out the application, I got in, and I went over. I did. My brother went with me, and it was a whirlwind of a weekend where he helped me get set up, he set me up in my my flat, got me food, and then he left. 
He's like, hey, kiddo, all right, if you need anything, call me. And he went 3,000 miles away back to the East Coast, and I was sitting there in my flat, and I didn't know anybody. And I decided, okay, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm here. I went out into the common kitchen area, and I met one of my roommates, nice enough woman, but she looked at me, and she said, why do you have that white stick? And that white stick was my cane, you know, the one that blind people use. And I mustered up my strength, and I said, okay, I'm blind. I can't see. That's why I have this. And she it felt like she pointed at me. I don't know if she pointed at me, but it felt like she pointed right at me. And she said, well, if you can't see, why are you wearing those glasses? And I was just speechless because I had worn these glasses for, like, pretty much all I had worn glasses since I was four years old. And I had these big, thick Coke bottle, just, like, awful glasses. And I was like, I did not have an answer for it. I was like, I don't know why I'm wearing these glasses. And I went back into my room, and I sat there in my bed, and I'm like, whoa. Why am I wearing these glasses? I looked around with my glasses on. It was all fuzzy, you know, just I could see a little bit of light, all fuzz, couldn't make anything out. Took the glasses off, same thing, all fuzz, little bit of light, couldn't make anything out. And I realized that the reason why I was wearing those glasses is because I was trying to be something that I thought I had to be to be successful. I was trying to hide what I thought was a deficiency. And once I took those glasses off and stepped into who I really was, I realized it wasn't a deficiency. And so many of us try and hide what we think are deficiencies instead of stepping into our abilities. So that's probably one of my signature stories, and that's what you know leads me into talking about the actual four key concepts that helps me um, through my transformation and helps my um, private clients and audiences through their personal transformations and reclaiming their abilities. I love that story. That's a great story. Something you just you hadn't thought about for sounds like for years. Just something you've done. <laughs> yep. Do you have anything else to share with our audience about what makes you unique? Yes. One thing that I will say, and that sets me apart from other motivational, inspirational speakers, is that I not only have the story, right? Because there's lots of me. Everyone, and I and I say that consciously. Everyone has a remarkable story. If you dig deep enough, everyone has at least one. The difference in my story is not just that it's inspirational, but I've broken it down into a proven system for getting results in other people's lives. And it's been proven and it works. It's an entertaining story. It's an inspirational story. And it takes audiences on a ride, but it also instills them with key core takeaways that they can begin implementing in their daily life. I would say that's the real difference. Right, and you are available to speak anywhere in the country, or do you limit your travel to a certain part of the world? I am available to speak anywhere in the country, and the world for that matter. I do love to travel. (laughs) Okay, and uh, if somebody wanted to have you come in for a keynote speech and keep you around for, say, a a workshop or an extra session or two, are you available to do that kind of work? Yes, I am. Yes, absolutely. I'm very flexible, and I customize my presentations and um, to the needs of my clients. So if you need me to come in for more than just a keynote, I am happy to work that out for you. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much for spending time with me today. If uh, you are listening right now and you'd like to learn more about Angela, you can find out all about Angela Winfield at speakermatch.com.
Thanks for listening.